I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My My Girlfriend Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And welcome back to Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. Uh, my name is Mike Coscarelli. And my name is Justin Perez. And we are your weekly reality show recap, uh, hosted by your two boyfriends. Hi! Hi. Yes, King! Yes, yes King! Yes, King! Uh, so we wanted to give you guys a heads up. Well, it is Taz night tonight. We are in my apartment, and we are joined in the background tangentially by my girlfriend Taz. That's right. So if you hear a female talking off mic, much like you did last week when Lex ruined the show... <laughs> <laughs> completely derailed it <laughs> this week it's taz's week to ruin the show yes <laughs> it, it's a way we make them feel inclusive by uh inviting them to be in the background but when they participate we shame them and mock them the next week behind their back that's right it's and almost as if it was the 1950s only we're doing things passive aggressively instead of aggressive aggressively <laughs> yeah. you got mad yeah. at taz before because she didn't give, bring you uh whiskey on the rocks <laughs> even though she was in the kitchen <laughs> she refused to she was showing how much progress has been made that's right she said no even though this would be easier for me to do right progress is me saying no to a favor (laughs) that's (laughs) That's, right that's all progress was that's right uh in the 50s it was like over aggressive like hey change my tire for me woman yeah right right and and then it got a little bit more progressive and then it was like yeah we're equal if i'm in the kitchen i'll get you a, a drink and now it's like I know it's easier for me to get you this drink, but I refuse to. It really is swinging the other way, isn't it? <laughs> it's swinging to the point where like Maybe. they want they want us to be them in the fifties now. Yes, now I I got I, she came home today. She uh, she came here and she was like, "Why isn't there dinner on the food? Right? What is this bullshit? Right. I work hard and I have to come home to you sitting around eating bonbons and playing Spider Man on PS4." <laughs> and it was like, you know, I slave away at work too. This, staying at home is a job. <laughs> Why am I talking like Borat? <laughs> my wife. Uh, I'm uh, my wife. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> uh, let's recap our week. Before before we get into our uh, the meat of the show today, we're switching things up. Recapping the week, <laughs> we're gonna do some. Uh, we're actually gonna do some movie reviews for you guys. This Very week, exciting, uh, which is gonna be a tiny bit different than what we've been doing, just because the reality season is a is a bit slow at the moment. But uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Justin, what'd you do this week? Well, this weekend I went to my parents' house for the weekend. Uh, I went there for the entire weekend because my dog is dead, mm. and I have no responsibilities to be home to walk it. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Jackson. Sorry, I know you're listening Jax. upstairs in heaven. Yeah. All the podcasts you can listen to. <laughs> <laughs> That's he, what he's doing. He's listening to the podcast. Well, he's going. Your he, dog in heaven yes. is listening to the well, podcast. He, <laughs> this is what I imagine. He's always wanted to like understand what I I'm saying. So he googled my name in iTunes, mm-hmm. and by googled I mean he just typed in my name in iTunes. Okay. Uh, found all the podcasts I made an appearance on and is now listening to see the type of person I really was because he didn't fully understand the words I said. Okay. And in heaven, dogs understand human English. Well, that's a theory. No, it's true. I, I, I read about it at Petco. 
They had this book there. <laughs> True idiosms of, of uh, pet death. It was really interesting. I bet. Yeah. Wait, really? Are you serious? No, I, I no, can't okay. read. You know that. Uh, and so, so I went home to my parents' house. We went to some little farm. We did some bullshit. Uh, I, uh, I'm 35 years old, and I still cannot help but bringing a little load of laundry home yeah. to do it at my parents' house. I Did you do it, it yourself it. at least? Or is your mom doing it? I, I still play dumb with my parents. I'm like, what? Which one is the button that does the stuff? <laughs> so I put soap in here, right? <laughs> I put the soap in my pockets and then I jump in the washing machine. Can I use Dove? I use Dove <laughs> soap, right? <gasps> I bought some hand sanitizer from the city. <laughs> my wife. Uh, and so, my wife. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I, I still bring home like a little load. Like I literally get on a subway. Then at the subway, I get on Metro North at Grand Central. Then I take an hour and 20 minute train ride. Uh-huh. Essentially, to do my laundry, I, I like haul laundry for almost two hours of traveling just so I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, I agree. I've done, you've done, I've done the same thing tons of times. Yeah. Uh, really, any opportunity to... When I go home, it is just all about being pampered. Yeah. It's all about just like... <laughs> pampered. Yeah, honestly. This is New York City living. Dude. Pampered is doing laundry in a house where you can comfortably take I, your I, time I, that with is, it. That is How hilarious. How sad is that? <laughs> yeah, I'll bring some dishes sometimes. I'll washer, bring them... <laughs> washer and dryer yeah. in the house? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Unbelievable. Lap of luxury. <laughs> Every time I go home, though, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I assume Hispanic families are the same where they're... Uh, moms Drink water. Just, they <laughs> breathe air. <laughs> yeah. A horn on the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The horns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're you're she's half Jewish too, your mother. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the horn, yeah, she's a half Jew. Uh, so um, every time I go home, my uh, Italian and Jewish mother is always just trying to give me stuff. Last time me and Lex were there, she gave me um, a dis- uh, an essential oils diffuser because <laughs> she just had an extra one. She yeah. had it for whatever reason. She just had an extra essential oils diffuser, and I'm just she's just loading up my duffel bag, and she's just like, "What do you need? You need soap? Okay, here's some soap. A fucking twenty four pack of soap that yeah, she yeah. got from Costco. Costco just gives yeah. it to me. You know, razor blades to shave and <laughs> to like all this yourself, stuff. Yeah. And then she's just like, she's like, uh, "What about um, what about uh, essential oil diffu- diffuser? <laughs> You're like, have, have I ever needed that in <laughs> the history like, of my life? Yeah, but I was like, I was like, I yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, I was like, do you have an extra one she's like yeah i got an extra one i even have <laughs> essential oils and she gave me she gave me like a like a box of o- essential oils too she gave me like a starter kit for that because it was just laying around the house it's so odd but it's yeah. literally just like just stuffing my fucking bag full of just shit that i don't even really need but hey man life is good i guess <laughs> life is good i can't so the older you get the more you'll say no because when you start like moving in apartments and stuff, you just accumulate shit and yeah. you throw it all out. Yeah. Like, like my mom had a big, she did this thing where for years, because I'm funny and I'm a comedian, mm-hmm. she would buy me funny shirts. Oh, cool. And so, Personality shirts. Yeah. She came down a few weeks ago and she goes, you left all these shirts at the house and I, I thought you'd like them. So I brought them down with me. And one shirt is a bright orange t-shirt, you know, like an insane asylum. And yeah, it says... Yeah. Uh, I'm not mad, but the voices in my head are. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She, she, she got me a shirt. She went to Vancouver and Alaska a few weeks ago with uh, my stepdad. And uh, she got me a shirt that's written in what can only be described in a Chinese font. Uh, like sharp lettering. Do you know what I mean? Like a Chinese, like a stereotypical Chinese font. Okay. And it says, holy shit. <laughs> 
and shit is spelled C-H-I-T as if it's some type of Chinese uh, phrase <laughs> that everyone knows. So it's a, it's a Canadian racist shirt. <laughs> Yes, she bought it for me in 2018. It's not like from high school. It says, holy shit. And then it says, like in small, it says like Vancouver, British Columbia. And it's like, what does it have to do with anything? Let's get these Chinese out of here. Yeah, like what? I don't understand. And so she got that for me. I was like, mom, there's no scenario where I'd walk around in uh, Brooklyn, New York, Park Slope, Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. In that shirt without getting like, you know. Some looks. Yeah. Yeah. Or as you would say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we don't want to get written up in the yeah, post yeah, for yeah. things that we said We're, we're, we're not going to get attacked by, uh, by Asian Twitter, so we're, yeah. we're not making jokes. Uh, and also, we'll just save it anyway. Yeah. Uh, for our Patreon fans. So uh, much Asian stuff to talk about <laughs> in the next 30 yeah, minutes Yeah, we or have so. a lot. Uh, so I went there, I went to my parents' house, I did laundry, uh, and another big, 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 big development. I know everyone's tracking this at home, um, but I started to take... I start, I put an order in, I went online, and I'm now going to receive, in a few days, my first set of hair pills. Fucking A. Yeah, yeah doctor prescribed. You, <laughs> you mentioned it last week. Yeah, yes. Propecia, baby. Um, how do you feel about that overall? You're, are you nervous about your hormones freaking so out? So I was freaking much out. like a housewife? Yes, I was freaking out like a housewife. I was freaking out like you. I, like I, I was reading the side effects. That's and, a good idiom. Yeah, like the side yeah. effects are like irregular ejaculation, uh, uh, not getting boners, mm-hmm. and uh, just a whole bunch of like sex-related things. And then... yeah. Uh, I read up on it, and less than 3.5% of people have these issues who take this. And that's compared to people who were given placebos, and that's 2.5%. So basically, guys with boner issues were like, well, these fucking pills are really yeah, yeah. killing my bones here. <laughs> it must be these no hair pills. <laughs> yeah. It must have something to do with my bones. Yeah. Uh, so so I had two people contact me who take them and swear by them. So I'll be getting them next week, and I will have luxurious locks very soon. I'm very excited. I can't wait. You're going to grow like the Noah Syndergaard hair? Yeah. For, uh, for ladies, he's like um, <laughs> Noah Syndergaard is a pitcher for the New York Mets. Just think of like um, Thor. Well, think of Thor, but also think of his hair looks sort of like uh, Erica Jane, if that is a reference. Who's Erica Jane? She's a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Oh, I see. Um, Older, but kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. What's your type? Older, but kind of hot. Yeah. I've fallen for that type before. Yeah. But you're dating a 25-year-old, which is great. 24-year-old. Oh, wow. I went the other way. But she acts 25. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> She's the age of a 24-year-old, but the maturity of a 25-year-old. Uh, uh, so how was your week, Mike? What did you do all week? It was good. I didn't do anything. I, we, I'm a hardworking man. <laughs> I did just uh, a lot of work. But the one thing I did do, and I, I realized it in the last week, I uh, one of my releases is uh, NBA 2K19, 18. Whatever the new 2K is. When you releases, what do you mean? Releases like uh, one of the things that I like do to blow. Oh off yes, yes, yes. And uh, you can play the game on the internet with people from around the world. It's a basketball game that it's you can play. It's a basketball game. And uh, the way they do like the online game now is that you make you make your own player. Make so, like an avatar. Yes. So I have Mike Oscarelli. Right, I've it kind of looks like you right. in a weird. You make it look. Yeah, you make it look as clo- they do a thing where you can like scan the, your face into the game mm-hmm. and everything now to make the character look like you. Yeah. So I've made and like exaggerated a little bit because it is the fucking NBA. I'm five ten and a half, and I'm not gonna make my 
cap my avatar five ten to play in a league full of seven foot tall giant men. So you made it like five eleven. So, yes, yeah, I made it five. I made it like six three, but that's still kind of small for the NBA. Yeah, but I'm a six three point guard. Mm. And ladies, what that means is if you're the point guard of the team, <laughs> it means you're the guy that's supposed to like have the ball in your hands at all times. And you go you're on the shortest guy on the team and you're the the playmaker. Yeah, you're, you're a lot of women are definitely being like, you fucking assholes. I know what a point guard is. Just in case you don't. Yeah. This Allow is, us to explain. Uh, we call this uh, shit. My girlfriend makes me watches. Mansplaining corner. This way you can talk about sports with your boyfriend. You heard about point guards on point guard is also called podcast with your boyfriends. Point called point guard is also called the one. What the one? Oh, the one. Yeah, well, the playing the one. If you're you're shooting guard, you're playing the two. I thought you meant the one, like that Jet Li movie. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It's also (laughs) referenced. And we're sticking with the Asian stuff. Yeah. That's Taz in the background, yep. murmuring. We'll edit her out. Yeah. All right. So basically, we've got. So like, I go online, and like one of the one of the ways that you play this game is you create yourself, oh. and then four you and four other guys, four strangers yeah, online, four random Join guys, you. yeah. Play, and you guys make a team, and then you go and you play another random five guys, and mm-hmm. everybody is controlling your their own person individually. You play five guys. You play a team of people who own hamburger chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you play five guys. Five guys. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, everybody's avatar looks like them. So I realized when I was playing it the other day that I was the only white guy on the court. Mm-hmm. And I was small, like yes. I am in real life. Yeah. And it was literally just like playing on the basketball court with four black guys mm-hmm. who wouldn't pass me the ball. <laughs> you were frozen out. <laughs> yeah, I was I was getting iced out the entire time. So I'm I'm the point guard. I'm supposed to have the ball in my hands the entire time. And literally the ball goes in. They're just passing it to each other. And they're I, I I don't have you can wear the earpiece so you can hear people talking, but I just since I don't have it, I imagine the conversation is don't pass the ball to this white boy. He can't shoot. He can't do anything. And it's literally like I play the video game because I'm better at the video game than in real life playing basketball. And now I can't even enjoy that because just like in real life, I'm being iced out by four superior athletes who they're literally they make their their players like six ten. And they're like dribbling the ball up court and yeah, they're smarter shooting. than you. <laughs> I, they are, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't make myself a a midget in basketball. I don't know. It it, it was frustrating. It's honestly, it's the most frustrating version of this game that I've ever played. When I play, I always make myself. Uh, I have like a mohawk. I look nothing like myself. I, I have a mohawk. My number's always sixty nine, and I, I I'm always six <laughs> nine. <laughs> And I try to have as many terrible tattoos and earrings as I can get away with. I I, I try to look like a psychopath, like a Dennis Rodman, like a Hispanic Dennis Rodman. Hispanic Dennis Rodman? Yeah. (laughs) And I I really try to make it like a real impression on someone. And uh, it's worked out for me. They don't ice me out. They... uh, they see Perez and are like, this guy must know something. <laughs> he probably knows how to foul. He I must be at least tough. Yeah. Which is just like me in real ba- in real life, basketball court. I'm uh, a tough guy. Yeah. They look at me and they should be like, this guy should be coaching. What is he doing on the court? <laughs> Get him yeah. out of here. Uh, all right. Well, let's move into our meet for the, the for the afternoon or the evening yes. uh, when we're recording this. Uh, we dove into some chick movies. Yes. Uh, our first movie was uh, a movie that hit Netflix within I guess this month this right? month yeah and uh, the internet is clamoring about it it is uh, what's the name of it to all the boys I've loved before 
That's right, Justin. <laughs> to all the boys I've loved before, uh, it is a movie that a I, I guess one I truthfully uh, this is a uh, unironically one of the reasons that it got as much play as it did is because the uh, lead character it's a teen movie the lead character is a is portrayed a teenage Asian lead yes female lead yes which is unconventional uh, and it's a teen movie made for. I guess I would say women 25 and under. It's like my girlfriend watched it. Yeah. Taz, did you watch it? Obviously, you watched it when Justin was watching it as she, research. She watched it. She said she watched it a few weekends ago when I was out with the boys. So you had seen it without Justin? So yeah, obviously, it's like like mid-20s and below yeah. that kind of like dig this movie. Uh, and I've got to say... I liked it, man. <laughs> I really did. I, we had like a, we had a very brief conversation about it yesterday when I was watching it, and I went into it thinking that I was gonna fucking hate it. Yeah, I was like, this is gonna suck. This is like another stupid thing that we're watching. Whatever. Lex sat down next to me and was like happy to watch it with me and everything. <laughs> and my overall grade, I would give it like for what it is. Like not comparing it to the godfather or like the like a great afi top 100 movie for what it is i give it like a b b plus bless you and the godfather is like a, a, a b plus plus or something for you yeah it's like a, yeah it's like an a minus yeah yeah <laughs> okay well uh i i have some thoughts about it let's just get over the general plot a young uh junior in high school uh she is oh crap what's her name I don't remember, dude. I don't remember, dude. Uh, <laughs> she is going into... I liked her, though. She was great. She was going to her junior year. Her sister is going to her freshman year of college, goes away, breaks up with her boyfriend because uh, because if I don't feel it, I didn't lose anyone sort of mentality that takes over the entire family Yeah, and uh, breaks up with her boyfriend, uh, the sister does. Then she lets the audience know that she's written five letters to people throughout her entire life that she's had crushes on. Right. But she's never sent them. She's addressed them, but she's never sent them. And then her little sister, who is about 10, sends them out one day and disaster ensues. Yeah. So the shit really hits the fan. Yeah. It's a real farce, real comedy of errors. The one major thing that you're you're leaving out, the one, I mean, the most important detail, arguably. Why this is such a big deal. The reason why this is a big deal is because, so there's there's three sisters. There's the oldest sister who is about to go to college. Yeah. Uh, She is dating the next door neighbor who is this like a cute, you know, Cute, 17 yeah. year old kid. Cute emo kid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he, he weeps the first time you guys have yeah, sex. Yeah, very sensitive type of dude. Uh, uh, Laura Jean. Laura Jean. That's her Lara name. Jean. That's right. So, all right. So, Laura Jean is the main character. She's the middle child of yeah. this family. She's yep. the junior in high school. Yep. The reason why that relationship with the older sister and the boyfriend is important is because in the first couple minutes of the movie, those two break up and you find out that. She, that dude is the one that Laura Jean is attracted to and has the biggest crush on right now. So those five letters that Josh. she wrote, yeah, Josh, those five letters that she wrote have taken place at different points of her life. So yes. one of the guys is from like, like junior high. One of the guys it's is like from, model UN right. when they were in like fourth grade or something. Right. Right. And uh, the reason that this is even more horrifying is because in this movie, we are supposed to believe that Laura Jean is a loser. 
Right. That she's a square. She's a dork. She's not cool. And, and I got to say, right off the bat, I disagree with that. A hundred, a thousand percent. She's... For many reasons. She's First probably off, like a nine. Uh, in terms of looks? Uh, yeah. In, in, terms of, in terms of looks. I mean, ten is like a supermodel. So... Here's the thing. I... The keep reason. The, keep in mind, these people are also all supposed to be high school, so we're not. I know this is gross to assign that's grades. The th- that's what I was going to say. It, it's, it's very hard to the plot of the movie. It, yes. Yeah. It kind of is. But the weird thing about grading that is, like you said, I don't. I can't. I really can't tell. I didn't look it up. I, I don't it know up. how old is she. Actually, so Laura Jean is twenty-one in real life. Okay, so she's really not that far. So we're not from high school. Yeah. We're, so we're not terribly terribly creepy. Peter is twenty-two. Josh is twenty-four. Uh, the sister, are you ready for this? The sister goes off to college? 30. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, she's 30. But she pulls it off, and then the younger sister is 15. Well, I guess she, the older in sister, if she's got to look like she's in college, has to look older than yeah, she's, people the, that are 24. They probably shot it a couple years, like a year and a half ago. Right. So she's 29, 28. But she, she she looks college. Right. So the thing about like like giving Laura Jean a number was, be, I would I could have believed that she was actually 16 or 17, yes, just yeah, based she, off of the fact that she's playing high school, she looks young, it could easily be, this could easily be a teenager. This is a, so us great this please uh, at least on my end I, I think mike is coming from a pervy side but uh <laughs> at least on my side talking about her looks is very important because we are supposed to believe that this girl is a big nerd yeah she does come off as a goody two-shoes she also comes off as cerebral and a little bit um uh introverted i yes, would say yeah. like she likes to read and write and usually yeah, that's a, something that's that's kind of like characteristically not a cool like popular thing. kid yeah like thing yeah. to do usually popular kids are just out drinking whiskey out of a, a water bottle yeah like out driving. of a dildo or something and yeah right it, like every cool kid i know was like yeah i did a, i did some coke last week and yeah. I, uh, I i fucked for the fifth time this week like every cool kid i know was doing adult things at a very bizarre age looking yeah. back yeah right they were like they were too far advanced for High school. Yeah, time. they had like a cigarette habit. Yeah. You know, they were like saving for their second car. Already working on construction sites. Yeah, yeah. Weekends, <laughs> it was construction sites. It, 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 it's, so she's not a cool person, but she's also, uh, she's very attractive. She dresses and incredibly. Hold on. I was going to say the other uh, the other uh, detail is that she's fucking rich. Her dad yeah, is. Yeah, she's her, her rich. Her dad rich is a gynecologist. Yeah. Her dad is Aiden from Sex in the City. Yeah. So her dad is the dude from also from my big fat Greek yeah, wedding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been a heartthrob in a lot of movies. Yeah. And now uh, he's hot dad. And now he's become hot dad. Yeah. Probably the easiest role of his entire life. Easy. Yes. Yeah, so Be slam sympathetic dunk. and nice and this like high up. five. He probably shot for like three days. Got a big <laughs> fucking check. It was and like. That's it. Corbett out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're supposed to believe she's a loser. I don't believe it. She also dresses incredibly well throughout the entire yeah. movie. I was like, she's killing it. These yeah. outfits are really Very nice, stylish. Also dressing uh, a certain way to hide her tremendous tits. <laughs> yes, tremendous tits, which are also not a thing that makes you uncool in high school. Yeah, it usually helps you. I, I will say, every girl I knew in high school who had big boobs uh, at a young age was truly bothered by it. Like, yeah, they were yeah, bothered yeah, by it, and that. guys yeah. gave her too much attention. Uh, we had a girl, uh, Alicia Reganti from high school. I way to fucking just name names. Dude. No, I'm kidding. It's a different name. That's not that one. Definitely not. And uh, she had big <laughs> boobs. Googling. No, no. It's uh, I, I just made up a name. And uh, she had big boobs. And her nickname was BLT. And do you know why they called her a BLT? Oh, let me guess the what the acronym could be. Big, lovely tits. 
Big Luscious Titties. Big Luscious Titties, okay. <laughs> yeah, and that was her nickname because she had big boobs at a, at a, at a young age. And yeah. it was just like, it just haunted these poor girls for, yeah, for yeah. years. So I, I think it's a, good, it's a good move to try to get that distraction away from people like you, Michael. Good and, point. Uh, I'm just concerned about the plot. You know, I'm, I'm more of a Josh. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're more of a Peter in this world. That's fine with me. Peter was fucking cool, man. <laughs> okay, so the plot is she tries to... Uh, so her sister sends out these letters yeah. and ex- explain later at the end of the movie why. And then she sends out these letters. All the boys confront her immediately, like in, in a terrible... Well, not all of them. The majority of There's them... There's three of them. The three of them who actually received letters because the other two, they don't know the real address anymore. Uh, the three of them who actually received them confront her in like a span of five minutes, like an incredible yeah. span of five minutes of her being horrified. And uh, her, she talks to somebody that she had a crush on maybe like four or five years ago. Uh, Peter and they talk about it and Peter just got dumped by Gemma yeah Gem Jen uh, I'm sorry Genevieve fucking cunt (laughs) she got dumped by big fucking bitchy cunt yeah she's kind of a she's kind of a jerk in this movie yeah uh, and she's basically she's basically Laura Jean's uh, like mortal enemy yes they're mean to well I mean cunt face is mean to Laura Jean yes time Yes, they were friends earlier, and then she got cool, and then ditched her yeah. for, for not being as cool. And so uh, Peter trying to get back with his ex girlfriend Jen, G E N, short for Genevieve. And uh, Peter and Laura Jean come up with the idea of how about we pretend to date in order to get back. Uh, I can get back my ex, and I know you you like Josh. That's somebody else you wrote a letter to. Yeah, you can get back Josh. Will make them both insanely jealous. Yeah, it's very Will and Grace. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Except one of them is not a gay man. <laughs> well, the jury's still out. <laughs> oh, I see. Is it <laughs> the there, second part? He comes maybe out. Maybe a sequel. <laughs> sequel. He know. comes out. Uh, and so that's the the basic plot of it. They start doing couple things together, and you're not going to believe this, but they fall for each other. Mm-hmm. I did not see this coming. I, I was shocked. I thought this plan was going to work perfectly. There's going to be no comedy of errors. There's going to be no uh, people who shouldn't meet. meet. Yeah. No uh, no eavesdropping in uh, bizarre places while eating Subway. Right. There's a lot of Subway plugs in this movie. Yeah, it's that bizarre. Was very weird. That was the only thing that struck me as like a loserish type thing. And that was very... Well, the fact that it was like they were, they referenced it a lot, but they were like over the moon about it. Yeah. She was like... the They were eating Subway under the bleachers and her one weird friend that, that she's eating with is like, I had to get my Subway fix in. Yeah, I, yeah. It's delicious and it's, it's, it's made fresh just for me. Like, it Did was, you catch it felt, the executive producer? It was Jared Fogle. Yeah, no, from Subway. <laughs> he's he's pulling the strings from in, the inside. Yeah, from prison. Yeah, he's, he's still making money. That I guy. want these Subway ads <laughs> in a kids movie. I still own forty one percent of the company. <laughs> I still have a say. Um, so yeah, they do. I mean, basically, there's a lot that we can kind of just fast forward on and skip. And yeah. like you said, they do. They fall for each other, and then the one hiccup is that. I guess Peter is still trying to figure out his feelings and how he feels about Laura Jean uh, in comparison to Gemma, who he is like getting over, but he's the girl. That's the girl that he lost his virginity to. 
And I don't know about you, but I was nuts over that for a pretty long time when I what? lost my virginity. Oh, oh, that you just like you can't get over that person for uh, they the, haunt you. Yeah, they haunt. They're you They're like for a the while. ghost that uh, you you just constantly see over your shoulder for the right. for a few years. Right, and then eventually you get over it, especially when she like gets engaged and gets married or something, and you're just sort of like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> no chance. Uh, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, all right, uh, but it's over. But basically, like, uh, so that's that's sort of the the one dilemma there they go on this ski trip and uh peter sort of confesses his actual love for laura jean and they he says i like you i really like you yeah i I went to a korean grocery store and got you the things all the way across town yeah very odd thing to well it's established earlier on that she likes these weird little korean yogurt drinks and uh, it's a little Korean flavor, which I like. Although the actress right. playing her is not Korean. She is Vietnamese. And Well, whatever. Uh, it, whatever, I understand. But yeah. she can also just like Korean things. And, sure. Uh, That's a good point, too. Yeah. I mean, I like Korean things. You know what I mean? Yeah. The women? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, I actually go to, to H-Mart, which is a great Korean market. Not too far from you, Michael. Yeah, there's one on across the street from my house, actually. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, smells like fish constantly. Everything, well, yeah. Everything's wet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, they go on the ski trip, and they meet in a hot tub. And this is the third act. Uh-huh. Uh, they meet in a hot tub. Yeah. I thought they fucked. No. they Because she was, like, straddling him. Yeah, but the there was no there's no way that girl is gonna have unprotected hot tub sex for her first time and her like essentially her second kiss ever but peter is like pretty much james dean yeah which is why i was like the porn star no oh the american icon oh okay (laughs) i was Uh, like oh yeah uh yeah he's an attractive guy he's so attractive hold on he's not just attractive He's really cool. <laughs> he drives like a cool car. He has like a little scar in his mouth. Like he's a guy that mouth. I would have tried to be friends with in high school yeah, he because just like, he's just slamming puss. Yeah. You know? His aura gets like, it feeds off. It, like It's sort of like us being friends with Corinne. You know what I mean? Very similar to just that. Just sort of like being around her. If you're in the if you're in the Corinne Fisher universe, chances are very good. We both have met our girlfriends from the Corinne Fisher that's universe. That's true. As odd, but also yes, it, that's it true. is odd, but yeah. it's worked out that way. So just being around the aura of a Corinne Fisher yeah, or has, a Peter right. has gotten has gotten people happy in life. Right, right. Corinne Fisher has literally created relationships. Yeah. Which is really when you take a step back and think about that. Um Amazing, sad, so many adjectives. <laughs> and this week on Twitter, she's ended some relationships. <laughs> Shout out, Corinne. Love you, girl. Love you. Forever. <laughs> um, but so then they're in the hot tub. They're messing around. I, I guess, according to Justin, they don't fuck. They don't fuck because it's a big plot point. So someone's secretly taping them, puts yeah. it on Instagram. Uh, and uh, but here's the thing. All right. So so the, the video eventually gets out. Yep. And... Uh, she thinks that it's this girl Gemma uh-huh. who puts it out, and here is the reason why uh, I am disputing what you said. Yeah, because there's there's two things here. One, why is she so mad that the video got out if they're just in a jacuzzi making, making out? out? Because she's never really made out with anyone. She said explicitly in the beginning of the movie. I want my first time I make out with somebody that I actually want to make out with too. But hold on. Not like a Justin, fake make out. She made out with Peter 
on the the track in the well, beginning of the movie. Well, she kissed him. It was no tongue. But there, she was like laying on top of him on the track. Literally she did that as of, a distraction. But it doesn't matter. It's still. It's not really making out. She said in the contract they make a contract of no kissing, uh, hand in the back of the pocket, Fight Club rules. I get it, but. I, I still I see that as a major flaw in this. If she's freaking out the way she does, where she like she's goes into hiding, I believe it. And I get then, it, but and ah. then it goes to uh, a little bit later on. Somebody writes on her, like somebody writes some bullshit on her locker of like it's it's always the girls you least expect to be, you know. But no, you're not as innocent as you seem. Yes, you're not as innocent like as you yeah. seem. Yeah, yeah. And cuts her lock, and then she sees Peter, and she's like. Are you spreading this? Did you do this? And and he's like, no, I didn't do this. I, I would never tell people this. And she's like, well, you should do something about it. And then he just literally in that crowded uh, hallway just shouts like, hey, everyone, gather around. <laughs> Look at me. And everyone's like, you know, we're always looking at you, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and oh, he's like, cool guy's talking. All right. Cool. He, look, he's got something to say. What's up, cool guy? Uh, just want to say. Like, I know you guys just see me as the humble Brad Pitt of this uh, high school, <laughs> but, like, I just want to say, like, whatever you think happened in the hot tub actually did not happen in the hot tub. And if I find anyone who actually thinks that we did anything in the hot tub, I'm going to beat up you nerds, okay? Yeah, he's, I'm going to kick all okay, your asses. Okay, Fight Club reference, <laughs> out! <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so pretty then, much a speech for me. <laughs> right. So, yeah, really, honestly, it's pretty so good. The, the, that's the proof that they did not fuck. That's but. My point to you is... I guess, but I don't I don't see that as enough proof. <laughs> You're... Okay. Um, You're an insane person. If I were... You've never had sex in a hot tub. Then. If I were uh, a, a deciding juror on this trial, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, uh, I have not seen enough evidence to... Yeah. Uh, well, your convict. views on a lot of things would get you eliminated from the jury pool, so... It might be true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, was, I was this close to doing no, it. Don't accent. reveal the monster you are. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Let it be a surprise. Uh, so that happens, and then she decides that she's got to confront Gemma, who she believes leaked the tape. So she finds her in the bathroom. And then and she, uh, they Genevieve start, Jen gets very yeah. vulnerable and says, you know, I, I don't have as much confidence as you think. Yeah. Peter's not that confident. I'm really sad. You're not as innocent. We all have problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing again there's another plot point for me that is like has flawed i think uh-huh. we never find out if she actually did it right no we don't we have no she idea says, who uh, peter did the, it and th- there's no proof that peter did it so my so think, it's an unresolved it's bizarre loose end she, I, she did it because that's a, a terminology she's said before you're not that innocent and it's like well she kind of is that innocent but okay okay so i i think it's her but it doesn't matter it, it the the main thing is her sister comes home a comedy of errors they bump into uh the two boys that she likes or are there in front of her sister it's this whole big mess long story short they get together at the end so yeah Michael, basically that's all that matters let's just get into your thoughts about it yeah very briefly before we move on to your favorite movie of all time um <laughs> you don't believe her as a as a as a loser right no, not a, I. I think that she did a. I mean, I think the actress was good as an actress. I think yeah, she, she a, pulled it off. I but think she did a good job making me. Uh, she played a type of girl that I definitely knew in high school. Yes. and it was a girl that like I think that like she knows that she's fucking attractive and like she know she knows that she's like smart and, yeah. and all that stuff but for whatever reason is so reserved about it that she doesn't ever come out of her shell yeah and then that I think girl, everyone knew guys and girls like that yeah right eventually that girl 
that type comes out of her shell in college or like after college. But I can see this girl just dating a very nice bald Jewish man in Park Slope. Yeah. When she's 26. Well, listen, she's going to have... And that's the way it always happens for uh, Asian girls. She's going to have, she's gonna have uh, equity in companies. She's yeah. going to have, uh, you know, uh, investments in the S&P yeah, 500. Yeah, yeah. Like she's going All to be... stereotypes. That's yeah, what we're getting to. No, doing. it's not even stereotypes. <laughs> it's the fact that like you have a, you have a quiet, reserved girl who, who's attractive. The idea is that she's not focused on the material... She's not focused on the fact that she's attractive and has big breasts and yeah, is yeah. a Besides delicate the porcelain thing. doll. Uh, the thing that really gets me to, that it doesn't... I don't think the movie even believes she's not attractive because Peter would never even fake date a loser. I agree with that. Like, if you're the coolest he's kid... He's too hot. He's too hot. He's, he's too, too hot. charming. Yeah. He's too, like, everything. He, he kind of talks like this he, and, like, babe, just let me know. Like, yeah. you don't talk like that unless you're going to date the cre- the creme de la creme of yeah. high school. And it's crazy because it does seem like... And I'm, like, fangirling out over over a fictional <laughs> cool guy. A fictional a high schooler, movie. yeah. But he, he did seem like the type of dude that was just, like, he could literally have any girl that he wanted. Yeah. Uh, you know, women want him and men want to be him. <laughs> for our podcast audience, Michael has inserted his iPhone directly in his asshole <laughs> and is laughing about it, denying it, shaking his head, going, no, stop saying that. Oh, You're nothing Justin, me. just stop. Please call me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's... It's not even on vibrate. You just no, want the it is. you just want the light to shine <laughs> on your asshole. Does it make sense? Uh, but yeah, so I, I think that um, to your point, I don't I don't really believe her as like a loser, but I believe her as like kind of like a quiet, yes, you know, didn't want any attention type of girl. But the yep. crazy thing is, is like going back to her just like aesthetic and her looks. Period. The party scenes and like any any scene where she's in like a crowd of her peers, she. <laughs> in my opinion is standing out yeah uh as 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 a more attractive person than whoever else is in the room moving beyond uh uh this girl's looks do you what were the things you liked about this movie like what like what was something you liked about the plot like uh like, why did you go I, away feeling lot, good about this? There's a this lot movie? of good to take away from this, I think. First off, I really... Uh, this is like a snobby thing to enjoy, but the aesthetic of the movie, the way it's shot, the way it's... Uh, I thought it was very good. I said that, too. I, I thought it, This it, director hasn't done much. She's only done, like, two or three movies in her entire, like, 15-year career, and I thought they had really cool drone shots that were really dope. Yeah. They had uh, really cool... Uh, they would do a lot of overhead shots to sh- sort of show things and just show, like frustrated emotion which i thought was cool like she'd get fu- I, I remember there's a shot where she like is drinking out of a she's drinking like a milkshake or something and it, it gives an overhead shot to show her her body frustrated yeah and, right and there was a bunch of really cool shots like that whenever they would reference someone they would just like family guy cut away to show yeah, the scene do it quick yeah yeah uh, and, and it and, keeps you very like you you know who all the characters are yes you're you're very you there's not there's not a moment where somebody comes into the movie and you're just like who the fuck is it who is this yeah they'll who? have a quick flashback yeah. or they will um like at times she's talking about josh her original crush and josh is just in her room physically yeah. in her room sort right. of like fake talking to her about it like imagine like yeah like a yeah like an imagine like an imaginary yeah. conversation and it's kind of nice 
Right. And there's a lot of cool visual tricks like that throughout the entire movie. I thought it was really well done. It, honestly, Lex Lex said something to me that I hadn't considered until she brought it up, but she was like... You only think of yourself, the, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> she was uh, She was like, these are... She's like, the, the movies... Like, Netflix has sort of become the new Disney Channel. Yes. Like, for, like, the younger... Like, uh, 13 Reasons Why. Of course. And, and like, uh, all of these shows that are popping up now. But the difference is... I think the quality of the, the kissing booth, kissing booth, yeah, kissing booth's another big one. I think the quality of at least this was way better than, than anything, anything on Disney. yeah, than yeah. like like Cadet Kelly or like any of those <laughs> fucking stupid. And the other thing that they did, which I really liked, was and which is something that I do take issue with with like those Disney Channel movies because yeah. they are kind of geared toward like teens and preteens, yeah, which who are you know fucking whatever anyway, their intellect in terms of like what they can follow in a or what they are what, the, what keeps their interest <laughs> just get to your movie. point what is, this is a commentary on the on the youth of america but here's the thing i think that like i think that movie did a very good job of not talking down to its audience and did a very good job of not it's a teen movie but when i was a teenager teen movies were really fucking corny yeah like uh like she's all that this is this is like a better she's all that this is better yeah this is like a she's all that with empathy as opposed to like she's all that which is like really like a when you really look at it is a mean-spirited fucking uh, just that type of shit did happen in high school where some mean piece of shit like oh yeah let me take the the girl with the disability to prom it'd be funny <laughs> You know, like shit like that, where yeah. it's like, it's like really mean spirited. But once you took off shit. the glasses with the girl with disability, she was Rachel Lee Cook. She was yeah. beautiful. No, totally. And I then we that. all danced with Usher DJing. Right. A synchronized dance. We all practiced weeks before. But it's like that stupid movie is was like from top to bottom. It's it's like a teen movie classic, but it's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. not good. It, it's like a shitty movie. Can't it's, Hardly Wait's a good teen movie. Can't, can't Hardly ma- Can't Hardly Wait is good. Uh, there are like Varsity Blue. There, there are like movies that are geared toward kids. <laughs> that yeah. are sort of like that are good but like i thought this was like better made and it really they didn't shoot ram shoe ram shoehorn or ram any jokes like bad jokes into this yeah like there this isn't really an attempt to be like a like a silly comedy this is like it just like this is like here's the story and here's what this is and like here's a hot guy and here's like here's the you know like everyone is the true to themselves there's a, a scene right. where uh uh, the main character is uh, being questioned if she hooked up with her, her fake boyfriend, and they're like, "Did you uh, T the C, or did you B to C, or did you P to C?" And she's like, "What? I don't understand anything." You're, and the other character is like, "No, you didn't do any of those things because you would understand what I'm talking about." And it's very true to her character. I think this movie, so the original book was written by Jenny Han in 2014. It spent a lot of time on the on the YA uh, New York Times list. But yeah, okay. It killed it. And uh, it is was turned into a, sc- a movie screenplay by a Hispanic woman. It was directed by an, a 40, late 40s uh, uh, woman. And I think you really get like a, a really like some real care behind people's feelings. And I think it's good. Yeah, I agree. I, I, think I, it's, I, I don't it's, think you actually see like consideration of feelings in a lot of movies. Right. That are like written by dudes. Yeah. And it's weird because there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of like classic like 
like weird dumb plot twists in it like the 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 younger sister just gets a wild hair up her ass and mails out all these fucking <laughs> yeah the younger sister literally talks like a 43 year old writer yeah she watches golden girls and she's yeah. like god ah, that's the that's the way the cookie crumbles kids yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like what the hell this yeah. girl's 10 and that 10 year old like basically the whole the the backbone of this movie is that this 10 year old just wants to be mischievous and f- and fuck shit this up this is a farce this is a farce yeah. in, like the classic french or like uh the old timey french farces of like people going indoors and they shouldn't there someone gets a hair on their ass and fucks up everything for right. everyone right. the thing we said we would never want to do is mail those letters right and guess what they get mailed, they get mailed. Bitch. yeah right right and it's weird because like uh again going back to like watching this with lex we're like halfway through the movie and like i've we've seen enough movies i'm sure the the way this ends doesn't surprise didn't surprise you just the way it didn't surprise uh, me. The fact that you they end up sleep together. And then Lex being like, come on, let's hook up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm tired. I, I work in the morning. I work all week. Is that the way it ended? Or? No. Well, no, no. I was talking about the actual movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but like, uh, so the movie ends and they're together. And that really, I don't think is like hidden well at all in yeah, any of this. She ends up with the most popular guy in high school. Yeah, the hottest, most popular guy. She who, secretly falls in love. Who, fall, with- who like likes her. Yeah, I fell in love with the guy at the end. Yeah, honestly. But it's weird. So, like, when she was, she was like, well, what do you think is going to happen? I was like, well, I know what's going to happen. And that's when I started thinking, like, it almost, there's a part of me that almost, like, wishes that the story would have taken some crazy turn where it's just, like, just something really got fucked up and she ends up with like the gay she guy. She finds out something. he's trans and yeah, is like, I'm so, out. Just something crazy. <laughs> like just because <laughs> I hadn't fuck? seen, like I was like, that was my one like real, like, like the bad mark that I gave this movie was just that like, again, it's for teens. It's not supposed to, <laughs> it's not supposed to be a complicated yeah. movie. Like it, it could be like a, like, like a, a weird twist in this would sort of make it a brilliant movie. Like a, a teen comedy that you've never seen before. Really, the only thing that like you've never seen before in this is the fact that the the lead is Asian, yeah. and there's a lot of like minorities that sort of have their influence around yeah. it, and that's sort of the thing that like makes it groundbreaking. And the fact that it's like made well and everything, yeah, yeah. which is good. Some people, I, I I definitely understand this. Some people were upset that the lead was white, the the lead boys were white, and uh, I understand that. I, I I get it, but also like I, I don't know. We, where do you want just to splitting hairs at this point? Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 although I, I, I honestly, if you wanted to draw a criticism to this movie in terms of like like racial lines and everything, I feel like the the fair criticism would have been that her older sister doesn't look Asian. Oh, she is. I looked it up though. She I, is I thought Asian. This, I thought she was Hispanic. I was that's like, what I'm saying. She's got a white dad. Yeah. And her her mom, who is is in the movie uh, deceased, was also Asian. But like. The which lead a, is like vi- she equal to Puerto Rican woman. That's what I'm saying. But like then I, I looked Rican it up. Thirty year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I looked it up. She's uh, she's from Hawaii and she's half Chinese, half white. Oh, that's fine. I'm not saying. But the point is, it's she like, did look Hispanic though. She did look like uh, uh, Jenny Vasquez. Or yeah, something. <laughs> it's sort of it's sort of weird to me that like the whole family didn't have a like a uniform look in yes, that way yes, that, which is but, sort of like even the fact that she's like alright she's a uh, if you want to go on the limb and say that like alright maybe like the white lead in the movie like the the high school kid you know maybe he could be white but like why isn't the rest of the fucking family Chinese yeah if, if that's if they're like if it's a full on or Asian I don't want to like 
be offensive. Why? <laughs> Don't want to start now. No, no. Just like pick one, pick one yeah. thing. And but the whole thing is they're half Chinese, half white. I get it. So you it's know fine. it's going to be whatever. But it, it, it's 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 picking nits. But uh, yeah, I uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Overall, honestly, very pleasantly surprised. I did not feel like I wasted my time watching the movie. Yeah. I didn't think it was like great, but I didn't. It was think, the Godfather, right? <laughs> right. But I think that like if I. If I had a, like a, like a teenage kid and I had to like sit through Read a movie. Read it on a scale of uh, God uh, of Italian movies. Godfather being number one. Yeah. And what's at the bottom? Goodfellas. Or I, I don't know. Uh, at the bottom is Godfather 3. No, there's worse movies than Godfather 3. I don't know. Just compare it to an Italian movie that you loved and that, that you put this in the same boat as. I'll, I'll name some Italian movies for you. That's really hard. And I'm not saying it's just as good, but I'm saying it's on the level. So I'll throw Godfather at the top, Godfather 2 right underneath it, mm-hmm. depending. Uh, Goodfellas, Casino, uh, Bronx Tale. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. It's uh, definitely not. If Super Mario Brothers is the bottom <laughs> of the scale, it's yeah, definitely not that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would say... I would put it like just under like an analyze this. <laughs> that's what I would. That's kind of where yeah. I'd put it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seems good enough. You don't hear no a lot, do you? Sure. I hear no all the time. No, please don't stop. <laughs> oh, those are my legs. <laughs> Great movie. Do you know that movie was written by a classically trained playwright in New York City, John Patrick Shanley? Was it? He wrote that movie. Yeah. Well, great job, dude. <laughs> I love it. Should bring a screeching halt to the fun we were having. Uh, do, you, do you have anything else on this movie? No, it was fun. I, I, I thought it was good. I, yeah, I, I thought it was a solid B plus. Uh, on on the on the boyfriend grade scale, I give it a B plus. Yeah, like of movies for something that you, I was if dragged you were, to. Yeah, if you were forced to, forced to watch it. That's a good scale for what we sh- how she would B like plus, grade yeah. things. This is pretty good. I, I would say if I were, if there's another boy out there, I would say, buddy, there's a lot worse out there. Sit down, have yourself a good time. And fall in love with Josh and fall in love with Peter. He is hot. Peter is very attractive. Peter's hot. Yeah. I I mean, I would want him in my circle of friends because he's just like, a, well, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want him too close to my girlfriend because she would definitely leave you. He's 24 in real life. They're the same age. I know. He's fucking hotter than I am. He might not have been hotter than no. I was at 24, but he's hotter than I am right now. Do you know what you should do? You should carry a photo of yourself at 24. And, and just Lex, show people like, like yeah, I if, remember. if Lex lingers a look on somebody, you just sort of like, hey, remember this? And then I just like, I got to do extra cardio tomorrow. <laughs> I can get Try back get to half, this. Halfway back to that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's move into the second part of this podcast, which we've been saving for uh, uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Mike has a lot of thoughts about this one. Oh, boy. I watched. Uh, I got stuck watching. I feel pretty. <laughs> so the second movie we're reviewing today and talking about is I feel pretty the Amy Schumer uh, led movie uh, that came out uh, maybe like six months ago on the theaters. Yeah, that's probably about right. Be- the beginning of the summer. Yeah. And uh, I'll just summarize the, the plot. Yeah, just give us the cliff notes because I don't uh, want to give this too much attention. The plot is Amy Schumer plays a uh, she works in digital at a uh, like a fashion company. Of She's a web developer for some for like an uh, like a like a Revlon or yes, like something yes, exactly like a um, like a Mac, some kind of like a um, the cosmetics company. Yes, but the face of the cosmetics company is very like up their own ass and very like 
we know fashion and you're a fat pig, bitch. Yeah, the, you know? uh, her boss is played by Michelle Williams, doing great character work, actually. Doing okay character uh, work. All right. And, uh, I got nothing good to say about this. All right, so I'll do the summary. You just sit there and fucking stew. All right. Uh, and so uh, she's a young woman of a- average of physical attractiveness and fitness, struggles with insecurity, and then one time she takes a... Uh, a spin class. Spin class at Soul Cycle. Yes. And she her hair gets caught, her ponytail gets caught in the wheel. She gets essentially brain damage. And then she wakes uh, yeah. up from her concussion and thinks she's beautiful. Right. And she cha- the rest of the movie is her just sort of seeing the world through the prism of how beautiful she is and sort of going after what she wants and changing her entire life based on this newfound confidence that she never had about herself. Right. And that's the movie. She falls in love with a guy played by Rory Scovel. And uh, that's the, ge- the genesis of the movie and other people's reactions and how they change a little bit. And that's the uh, gist of the movie. Yeah, that's the gist of the movie. Um, how does it end? Because I didn't get there. Uh, it ends with you texting me. I can't believe I saw this fucking bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand Amy Schumer. That's how it ended for you. For me, yeah. uh, I saw the movie with my aforementioned friend, Corinne Fisher. Our aforementioned friend, Corinne Fisher. Uh, who's We're being, both friends with her. Who's being uh, lambasted on Black Twitter right now. Uh, and we saw it together. We saw it in the theaters with Movie Pass back when that, that was a thing. RIP Movie Pass. Say hello to my dog Jackson. Is, is Movie Pass dead? It's essentially dead. It's now three times a month for the same price, and they only and they pick the movies. Is that what the new Movie Pass is? Yes. Oh so my I, I've quit God. it and I've joined Cinemia. Anyway, the point is, we saw it together and we had a good time. My general view of it is the movie's not going to change the world. But for all the shit the trailer got initially about how it's like fat shaming people, I would say the movie itself was was fine. It, it was like a, a above average uh, Melissa McCarthy type movie. All right. I want to flip this on its ear here, Justin, yeah. because uh, you asked me <laughs> when we talked about uh, To All the Boys I Loved. Yes. You asked me what I liked about this movie. Yeah. What did you like about this fucking movie? <laughs> uh, a bunch what? of things. Name I, one thing. Okay. One thing. I'll name three things. You got three. I got three. This is amazing to me. Go uh, ahead. I did love Michelle Williams' character work. She played a very... She had a very bizarre voice. She just thought I talked like this the entire time. I thought it was funny. I've never it. seen Michelle Williams do anything funny. I've met Michelle uh, Williams in person. Oh, my God. I hit on her by accident, not realizing she was Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. And uh, the story was we, I was working at my friend's store, Andy's Blue Room General Store, shout out. And uh, this beautiful, tiny blonde girl came in, and it was snowing. She came in wearing Chuck Taylors. And won't you know it, your boy, JVP, was also wearing Chuck Taylors. So I lean in sotto voce. Pianissimo, and I say to her, "Great day for Chuck Taylors, huh?" And she goes, "What? I, I'm sorry. What did you say?" <laughs> and then I have to repeat like a fucking idiot, "A great day for for Chuck Taylors, huh?" And she's like, I, "I I'm sorry. I just can't hear you. Here, come closer." And I'm like, third time, uh, great day for Chuck Taylors." And she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cause you're wearing Chuck Taylors. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny." Pretty dumb of us, right? And I was like, <laughs> anyway, so we chatted for a minute. I walk away. The owner of the store, Annie herself, is like, what are you doing hitting on Michelle Williams? I go, what? And I look at her, and it is beautiful Michelle Williams. Very sweet. Uh, tiny girl. She's maybe like 5'3", five, 5'2". Five, she's, yeah. she's very short and tiny and petite. 
And uh, she was great. That's one thing. A second thing I liked about this movie, uh, Roy Scovel was very funny. Mm-hmm. He was a very charming guy and a believable, like regular dude who's just cool and like you could see someone falling for him. Mm-hmm. So that and that was from what I know, that's essentially his first real lead in a movie. Yeah. His first like top three billing or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was happy for Rory. Very, he's an incredible comic. So it was mm-hmm. great to see him do well. And uh, I'm gonna say this, Amy Schumer thought she was great i thought she was funny i thought whatever issues i had with the movie i thought were script related and i don't know i guess you could put melissa mccarthy in there she's too old for this movie but you, you put someone like her and it maybe it's 10 percent better i don't know how much better the movie could be with somebody else mm-hmm. now i'm gonna ask you michael what did you like about this movie well justin <laughs> Michael's been tapping his foot furiously for the last two, two minutes as I monologue. Go ahead, Mike. Here's my review of this movie. Yeah. Did you hear me <laughs> fart in the microphone? Oh, it was so gross. Mike just took... Oh, God. He just took the microphone to his actual anus. He's yeah. wearing track pants and attempted to fart. But what happened was his butthole actually just breathed funny and it went... <laughs> it was horrifying this movie sucked All everything right. about it was bad yeah. first off the whole premise of the movie is the engine is one joke that gets tired after the fucking first time you see it mm-hmm. it's one it's another just classic lazy Amy Schumer vehicle <laughs> for her to just be fucking just awful just awful it's absolutely a- awful from top to bottom <laughs> Not one, not one moment. The, honestly, the the best, the the best parts of the movie, the most bearable parts, are before she hits her head because she's actually playing like a regular person, kind yeah. of who has like real insecurities and who uh-huh. has like real like, and that you know, I, the one thing I will say, the message of it, I is the only thing I like, the fact that like. The whole message of this movie is that, like, she is, you know, like a girl who looks in the mirror and hates herself because yeah. she thinks she's overweight and she thinks she's, yeah. Which and and the the idea that she has to hit her head to get the confidence to live life like an attractive person, I I understand that the messaging there that that's like a silly notion that that's like uh, it seems silly, but then you think of all the NFL players who are so overtly confident and you just go oh my god that poor person's been i feel prettied yeah he was totally. concussed so many times he has an abundance of confidence and then all of a sudden richie Incognito is in the fucking yeah yeah <laughs> using the n-word and taking his shirt off in the yeah, bar because he he has so much confidence now because he's been hit in the head so many times yeah taz is looking at me like i have seven okay, taz, fucking heads let's get your opinion taz uh please come on mike for a second why is this mind-boggling? Well, tell me why this is mind-boggling to you. Taz has just been open mouth for the past 40 seconds. Okay, I still don't really understand why you don't like it. I don't like it because I think the 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 vehicle of the movie is a is a lazy comedic device that is just at the 18 minute mark or whenever Amy Schumer hits her head, the whole movie now is oh my god. I, I'm not hot, but look how hot I think I am. I think I'm so hot, and I don't even think Amy Schumer is like that unattractive. I, I don't look at it. I don't look at Amy and think like, "Whoa, what a pig!" I don't. I don't like think of that at all. I think that like, I think she's like a fairly attractive uh, female who, if she like prioritized that, she like 
could probably look better, but I understand why she, A, doesn't care, why it's a... I think, personally, some of this is also, like, my own personal feelings about That's Amy. That's what I think more it is, because if you think about it, after the 18-minute mark, you have the boyfriend, who's very relatable. I really liked him. The brother, Michelle Williams' brother, uh-huh. right? That storyline between Amy Schumer but and Michelle Taz, Williams' you've brother. But Taz, you've got... They Go can't. Ahead. They can't save... The fact that every joke is, oh my god, aren't I really hot? And everybody's and everybody going, huh? For Are another you, fucking hour and a half. Watched it six months ago on Movie Pass, so I don't really remember. But I don't think that was every joke. That's the movie. That's the whole thing. They're in. They're doing the fucking. She's doing the the wet T-shirt contest. Yeah. It's another thing where it's just like, oh my god, another chance for me to just be hot, even though I'm not hot. Pouring water all over her, and then David Tell comes up. Then David Tell comes up after and is like, "Hey, bro, that chick's got a lot of confidence. She's not really hot, but she thinks she's hot. Very cool. Like the whole movie is that, and it's over and over and over, and it's boring. It's fucking boring because it's the same joke over and over I, and over again. Can I bring your attention to the career of Melissa McCarthy? Also, very mediocre. Spy, which I thought was a great movie. Spy, the joke is she shouldn't be a good agent because she's fat. But guess what? She's kind of a good agent. And that's the whole that's essentially the whole movie that it has some plot, it comes around, but it's basically one joke. And well, A, I haven't seen Spy and we're not reviewing Spy, but I bet it <laughs> sucks also. I didn't look at the fucking trailer for Spy and go, "Wow, co- what a comedy classic Spy is going to be." I thought Melissa McCarthy was good in Bridesmaids. Uh, I thought Amy Schumer was good in her sketch show, uh-huh. which was good. Okay, but then we have all the boys I ever loved, mm-hmm. and it's just the not hot, nerdy, hot Asian girl yeah. gets hot Peter, and you liked it because of hot Peter, because Peter's hot. There's one. No, I liked it because I liked it because a the the main character has humility and real emotions that actually like are, are is relatable. Like I like I do like comedy that is either way over the top and done well. Like Role Models is way over the top and done really well. It's one of my favorite comedies. But the other thing is also like I do relate to Paul Rudd as like a curmudgeon-y dick. And like like there's a comedy device there that like works because Paul Rudd there's growth there's character growth there I agree there's a little bit of growth in I feel pretty but I feel but pretty is relatable in like the most satirical highest form of satire Taz if this is good satire we're fucked <laughs> we're in really bad shape it's a good it's just I don't know I don't think this is I Taz is gonna I'm get heated I'm gonna keep... lose this argument I'm a woman no no I'm on your side I think Mike's uh, judgment of it uh, sort of like the Kardashians is that you have so much baggage with Kim Kardashian you have so much baggage with Amy Schumer you can't get rid of it. You can't see this movie for what it is, which is a mediocre, above-average comedy. It's not uh, Dumb and Dumber. It's like I said, dude. It's a remake of Shallow Hal with Amy Schumer. That's get, really what it, it is. It is that. It's not done as well, and it pisses me off that, like, <laughs> it pisses me off They're that... both shitty movies. That Amy Schumer... This is shittier than Shallow Hal. Uh, Shallow Hal is, is still also shitty, but not nearly as shitty as this. The second lead in Shallow Hal is... Well, it's going to Paltrow, but the third, the third lead is, is... Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander, yeah. Is, is, uh, is George, George Costanza. Costanza. 
Uh, no, but it, it bothers me. I think overall, I'm never going to be able to like anything that Lena Dunham or Amy Schumer do. It's just never. See, because you have baggage. You, you essentially You're right. it. You're right. I, here's my thing. I'm able to separate the person from the, the film. I actually don't like Lena Dunham as a person. She said some publicly absurd things. Um, I, I'm sort of over them, but I also don't think she's necessarily a great person, but I do think Girls is a great show. I, I think Girls showed white yeah, women no. in, in a very interesting way. Disagree. I don't really care what you think. <laughs> Did you see the entirety of Girls? Did you see I've a few seen, I saw the I saw the first like three seasons of Girls. Yeah, I it was fine. It. I, I don't think it was my cup of it's not my favorite, it's not Mad Men, but it's like a show that I think portrays women, white women in New York City in a very specific way. Like a very specific group As of villains. Yeah. That's what she did. Yeah. She said they're villains. Some other people are villains. Some guys are villains in the, in the show, but mostly they're villains. And I think that's interesting. But they're villains that don't ever get, there's there's no growth there. No, she gained a few pounds uh, as the seasons <laughs> went on. I'll have you know. So I, I, I'm not going to have you slander the work she did. For <laughs> There was real growth there, Michael. That's funny. <laughs> No, no, she. It was for the role. It wasn't for. She gained weight for the role. It's like uh, De Niro and and, and uh, Raging Bull. Okay. It's like, Mac from- it's like Mac from It's Always Sunny. He got fat and now he's ripped. Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> fine. Whatever. The point is, you have to just separate your baggage from the person. I I understand you don't like either of those people, but the movie's fine. It's not like the end of the. It's not the end of Civilization. It's just a mediocre movie. All right, Justin. <laughs> we we're gonna argue that we could argue this for like literally until who else don't you like like in the like you can't separate you can't separate the movie from the person Amy Ooh. Schumer who Lena Dunham Rosa like? Parks who else Rosa Parks <laughs> get the fuck out of here um, well, then say it on record that you don't dislike Rosa Parks. I don't dislike Rosa. Do I don't listen? Of course, I don't dislike okay, Rosa well, Parks. Just making sure. Are you crazy? Because those two are the equivalent of Rosa fucking <laughs> Parks. <laughs> um, I'll be uh, be honest. I'm trying to think of other people who I really. Oh, I don't like Fred Armisen. I don't like Fred Armisen. I also think he's never done anything that's made me laugh. Uh, he's done it. I, I, certain parts of Portlandia were great. Uh, he had this one character SNL where he did this thing where he was like a one man show that was very funny. If you type in SNL one man show, it's very funny. Anyway, the point is sometimes you got to separate the art from the person, and unless they do something heinous like uh, a William Cosby or <laughs> sure, a, fair. a Woodrow Allen. I love Woody Allen. I still love Woody <laughs> Allen. I don't give a fuck. Oh man, controversial take. Uh, I do. Why like, is that controversial? Well, because there's accusations he molested his daughter. He's a genius. Yeah, but I'm saying for some people they cannot separate the. Fu- this is super hyper. This is super absurd on your end. You you can't separate Amy Schumer from her like dumb comments she says on Twitter, and like Lena Dunham for if, her dumb actions and if, dumb comments. I think if Amy Schumer was a generational genius, the way she's being portrayed, then she's, I could do it. She doesn't think that. You think that. I. You the think she's being portrayed think that, that way. Justin? Yeah, the people think <laughs> well, she's that. Not saying, she's not saying I'm the voice of a generation. Now, Lena Dunham said that in character, but I don't think either one of them thinks they're the voice of a generation. I think, I think the Puerto Rican man doth be incorrect. <laughs> the Puerto Rican man doth protest too much? Yeah. Uh, yeah, perhaps, but I, I don't think anyone thinks that about them. 
Maybe, maybe not. I oh. think th- I think that you're wrong, but you're absurd. Uh, <laughs> you're absurd. You can't separate those two, but Woody Allen is like, he's a genius. I also... I will forget about the... the I, <laughs> I can admit that Woody Allen is also a freak and a, a fucking... Yeah. I mean, potential criminal, but... I, I did like the article that came out by his, his wife the first time she ever spoke. It was Suni? Called, it was called Suni Speaks, <laughs> and, and it was written by Woody Allen's, like, friend of, like, 40 years. <laughs> it was like... That's like OJ writing OJ Speaks by Cato Kalin. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. wow, thanks, Cato. <laughs> thanks for that uh, interesting reporting. It all comes back to OJ. Yeah, yeah. Or just, like, anybody. Just, like, a, a you know, like... Like, why would you do this? This is, yeah. this is very bizarre, but... Interesting article. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Well, she's of age now. <laughs> yes. She's like a 50-year-old she's 50, woman. Yeah, she's yeah. in her 50s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. All right. Well, we uh, got to go. We got to go. That's been uh, I'm, I'm our gonna stuff start, this I'm tired. Weekend. I'm going to start talking delirious shit, like how innocent Woody Allen is. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's an incredible take. I hope someone just like like records a part of the podcast, like 10 seconds where you defend Woody Allen. And then I, pitch don't, that. I don't have a career, Justin, so it doesn't matter. Well, I want the, I, I want that to be on sex abuse Twitter. I want that little clip of you defending Woody Allen <laughs> to be on <laughs> just attacked on Twitter. That, that would be great. All right. Without the context of you saying, of course, yeah, context he's a monster is not important. Or he's a creep. Um, uh, I'm at Mike Coscarelli on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me there, Justin. Uh, I'm also at Mike Coscarelli and uh, on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me at. Justin Perez on Twitter <laughs> and at the fart box on Instagram. Uh, and you can email the show, uh, the whipped boys at gmail.com. That's right. W H I P P E D B O W B O Y S at gmail.com. Uh, and you can listen to my other podcast, social villains that's on iTunes. You can go rate, review, subscribe, but first rate, review, subscribe this podcast, please. And, uh, please, uh, rate, subscribe and the other thing to my other podcast guys we fucked <laughs> uh, I'm on every week uh, I'm, I'm gonna do a guy's corner every weekend every week starting this week this is not true it's gonna be cut out and thank you guys for listening bye <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>